Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on this episode of Strong Mind, Strong Body. Today we are going to talk about disappointment and it's something that I know that all of us can relate to because it's an inescapable part of life. So I'm your host, Angie Miller, and I chose this topic not because it's fun and uplifting, but I don't think that we need help with the fun, uplifting components of life. I chose it because it's real, because we all go through setbacks and serious letdowns that leave us feeling disappointed. And sometimes I think we just need a little help and we need to know that we're not alone. So social media is such a big part of our culture, and it feels like all of our social media is like best of episodes of everyone's life. And sometimes we kid ourselves into thinking that everyone else has it all together, and I don't think that's the case. I think that if we allow people to get close to us, if we take risks, if we let other people into our lives, or even if we don't, disappointment is sure to set in at one point or another. Because whether you're living life to the fullest or not, you can't run from disappointment. So the question is, what is disappointment exactly? Well, if you read about my description in the episode, you know that I describe disappointment as something that happens when outcomes don't meet our expectations. And I think that's kind of the core of disappointment. So when marriages end, when couples break up, when we lose the job or someone betrays us, or maybe we don't perform as well on an exam that we had anticipated or a competition that we entered. In all of those situations, we have this idea of how things should go or how we thought that they would go. And all of a sudden we realize that they didn't go that way and we're in a completely different situation. We have this idea of an outcome and it went the opposite. So maybe we feel betrayed. Maybe we feel hurt, disappointed. Maybe we're angry. We could even be humiliated. And there's so many different emotions that set in when we feel disappointment, when somebody lets us down or life throws us a curveball. But I think also with disappointment, one of the biggies is that it can compromise trust. And trust is really what gives us that sense of safety and security. So especially when we're in a relationship with somebody, we want to know that our truths are safe with them, that our secrets are safe with them. We want to know that we can be vulnerable with that person, whether it's a significant other, a spouse, a partner, even a coworker. So disappointment can compromise trust in our sense of safety, but also disappointment is kind of that feeling of loss and grief. And we know that anytime we experience a loss, even if it's the loss of our wallet, we have to take that time to kind of grieve and to let go of what we thought would be and to accept what is so that we can find our way forward. So when I think about disappointment, I think about the small to the big disappointments. Maybe your favorite team lost the Super Bowl. Maybe a movie wasn't as good as you expected. Maybe you lost something valuable like your wallet. Maybe you didn't win the race that you trained hard for. Or it could be the bigger setbacks, like someone stole something from you. They broke into your home and they stole your valuables. Or someone lied to you or betrayed to you. 
or maybe you're out of work and you didn't get that job that you really thought you were a good fit for that you interviewed for. So I'm sure that you've had your share of disappointments. I think that we all have. But I think what's most important is not just what disappointment is, but how do we manage it and how do we come out on the other side? So I have some tips for you. And I was thinking when I was preparing this episode, I was thinking about some of my disappointments throughout life, some of the breakups, some of the setbacks, some of the job losses, some of the opportunities that I missed. And I think when I look back at disappointment, oftentimes what I recognize is not only the tools that I have within me to get through it, but also just the fact that if I hadn't had that setback or that situation happen, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I think sometimes that's what it takes is just kind of a little perspective. And that's one of my tips today, actually. So number one, I think the first way to deal with disappointment is just to get very, very real. Be honest with yourself about the fact that you are disappointed so that you can get to the core of the emotions. Trying to lie to yourself and say things like, oh, he never, I really never liked him anyway, or I didn't really want that job anyway. This is kind of that stuff that we say and do because we want to protect our ego and we don't want to go into the depths of despair and deal with the ugliness. But our emotions are personal and obviously they're going to be gauged by the severity of the situation. But I do think that we have to get the core at the core of those emotions because the opposite of acknowledging emotions and getting real is that suppression state. And I've I've talked about that on so many podcasts where just because you put a lid on the pot doesn't mean the pot's going to stop boiling. Suppression is like the kid who really wants our attention and they're not going to stop knocking until we give it to them. Those strong emotions need to be heard and validated in order for us to move through. So we have to give ourselves permission just to get to the core of it. Otherwise, we just end up packing up all our stuff into this big, heavy backpack and we carry it from relationship to relationship and job to job. And we usually unload it on the wrong people. And then we end up with more disappointment. So you have to kind of acknowledge what is it that I'm actually feeling? Am I angry that the relationship ended? Am I sad? Am I humiliated? Do I feel betrayed? And maybe it's a, a melting pot of emotions, but I do think it's important to get to the core emotions of what you're experiencing. And number two, after you go through that kind of acknowledgement stage, and again, we're talking about, I'm Angie Miller, this is Strong Mind, Strong Body, and we're talking about how do we deal with disappointment? Because I think disappointment is such a part of our lives. It's just like joys and happiness and all the good things we have to experience the setbacks too. So number two, I think the important thing is we get it out. We kind of get to the core issue of what am I really going to and then we have to unpack it because strong emotions need an outlet because strong emotions carry a ton of energy, especially anger. So the stronger the emotion, the more you need to get it out. It's like when you have a lot of energy and you just need to get to the gym because if you don't, it feels like you're going to explode. So maybe you talk to a therapist or a friend. Maybe you journal about it or you exercise. However you do it, I think you do have to go through that grieving process just to figure out how you're going to move forward. And again, you know, even if you're not a big talker and you're like, I'm not that person who's just going to go word vomit on somebody, don't underestimate what writing about it will do. 
because journaling is evidence-based. It's, it's processing. It gives our pain a place to go. We gain a lot of clarity and we get rid of it so that we don't have to carry it around with us. Because at the end of the day, heavy emotions are not something that we should carry alone. So, you know, I was going to tell you too before, you know, what really inspired this episode isn't just the fact that I think that we all experience disappointment is the irony is about a month ago, I had a guest who was supposed to be on my podcast and about 15 minutes before we went live, my guest sent me a text and had to cancel. And my producer said, you should do an episode on how to deal with disappointment. And I thought, you know what? Perfect. Because it really is such an integral part of what we deal with. Our day is going just fine until it's not, until something happens that gets in the way. So number three, I think that we need to get real about our emotions and we need to get it out. But I think that we also need to get over glamorizing. So you know how sometimes when somebody breaks up with us or we lose a job or we move to a new city, we kind of glamorize. We hold on to what used to be and all we can think about or all we can talk about is how good it used to be. And it's like somehow our whiteboard just erased all of the bad stuff, all the stuff that wasn't working and we're glamorizing and making it more than maybe it ever was. And it just keeps us stuck because I think that we have to realize that no situation is all good or all bad. And whether we wanted it or not, glamorizing it is not going to move the needle in any positive way. Or, you know, sometimes I think we future trip. Like we think, well, if I had just gotten that job, then things would be so much better. Or if I had trained harder for that race, I probably would have would have won. But part of, you know, letting go and processing what might have been or part of letting go is processing what might have been. But it's also making sure that we don't dwell and we don't stay stuck in the quicksand. So because, again, that just makes it harder to move forward. I remember when my daughter was in high school and we moved from from uh, Arizona to Chicago and she did a lot of glamorizing of Arizona and could only talk about how good Arizona was. And I think that we all have to go through that grieving process, even in relationships. We tend to think, oh, I remember when we sat down and we watched Netflix movies together and that was so fun to have that companionship. But we forget about the ugliness or the disagreements. So keep it in, you know, Try to get over the glamorizing. And that leads me to number four, which is just to get perspective. And I think that getting perspective is key because especially if you're glamorizing or you're future tripping, sometimes when situations leave us spinning, we just get so stuck in our head and we need outside intervention to give us perspective, to kind of shake us up and give us a different lens to help us see the big picture and know that, you know, remind us, hey, you know what? You've been through other setbacks before. You've been through breakups or you've been through job losses so that we can remember that we actually have the tools to get through these situations. And also just to remember that, you know what? We deserve credit for trying, for taking a risk, for putting ourselves out there, for, you know, guiding ourselves with our heart, with our passion, our career, and the people we care about. So we are living life to the fullest instead of always playing it safe, right? So even if sometimes we end up in the depths of disappointment, wouldn't you rather take chances on life, take chances on love, take chances on your career than to live small? 
And I think, you know, the other side of gaining perspective is remembering, you know, how many times have you been through situations like this? And now when you look back, it's like, that seems so trivial. Like when you were in high school and you had your first big breakup or when you, um, you know, got out of college and you had your first job and maybe it didn't go so well. And now, you know, fast forward 10 years, five years, 15 years, and you're like, that was trivial. I mean, I've come so far since then. So ask yourself a year from now, how much is this setback going to actually have an impact on your life or next year? Now that this person has left my life or I've ended this relationship, what can I create now that I've gone through this? How can I make this situation work for me, even if it's not a situation that I actually wanted in the first So no matter the depths of the despair, no matter the serious setbacks, the reality is that our lives aren't ruined forever right? We are resilient as human beings. And, you know, sometimes our lives are dramatically impacted, but they're not ruined. It's just that we get to move forward differently, even if it wasn't what we expected. And that leads me to my kind of fifth tip about how to deal with disappointment. And that is last but not least, sometimes we just have to get a new approach. So when we go through setbacks, I think that so many times it gets into the core of who we are. It rocks our confidence and our self-esteem. You know, if we really love somebody and they're no longer in our lives, we start wondering, am I lovable? If we really, really loved our job and then we lost that job, we start wondering, am I ever going to get a job like that again? Am I ever going to find something that wonderful again? But when we get to that place... I think we not only have to go back and look at perspective, I think that it pays to remember that setbacks are kind of constant, right? But if you look at your life and you go, okay, I keep getting into these relationships that don't meet my needs, or I keep getting into these jobs that don't match my expectations, or I'm not holding these jobs well, maybe it's time to rethink our approach and try something different. So maybe if you're in a relationship right now and your partner isn't meeting your needs, or maybe you're focused or you're waiting for your partner to change, which we all know that's never going to happen because people don't change because we want them to. People only change if they want to because they see value in change. So what if we take all that emotional energy that we've been putting into our partner, waiting for them to change or hoping things will be different? And what if we put that into us and we focus on what we need and what we can do to make our lives better? What if you focus on your needs? What makes you happy? What's missing in your life? What you can create? I've said it before about positive control. Where do you have positive control? What can you do to change your situation? So if you keep applying for jobs and you keep getting passed up, maybe it's time to build your skills. If you keep getting into the wrong relationships, maybe it's time to go talk to somebody and reevaluate who you are, what your core values are, and what it is, what kind of person that would really align with you and what, you're, what you want out of your life. I remember, you know, growing up, my mom used to use that saying all the time about the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. And her point was that so many times we stay stuck because we're so afraid of what's on the other side that no matter how uncomfortable we are, we just insist 
that where we are now is can't possibly be as bad as the unknown. But what if what if it is? What if where we could be or what's possible on the other side is so much better than where we're at right now? So, so many times we stay stuck because we're so scared of what might be that we're not willing to get uncomfortable. So, you know what? That is when I think back to some of the disappointments, just even in recent years that I've experienced, you know, I've experienced a, a health issue that was a major disappointment for me that felt like a large betrayal of my body. I've been through other situations like all of you have. And I think it really pays to first, just get real with your emotions. Second, find somebody that you can get it out with. And in doing that, gain perspective Make sure that you're not glamorizing. And then last but not least, maybe get a new approach. Maybe consider that if something's not working and you continually find yourself in these disappointing situations, maybe it's time to go a different path. So again, I'm Angie Miller. I'm so glad you joined me today for Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm always open to your ideas and thoughts about episodes or guests that you'd like to hear from, but I really appreciate your time. Keep doing what you love and loving what you do, and I'll see you next time.